Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. What you're listening to and what I'm reviewing today is the Fifine K688, which is an XLR and USB dynamic microphone that costs between $73 and $83. If you are interested in picking it up, I'll throw some affiliate links in the description down below. Also in the description and the doobly-doo, I will include all of the recording settings. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. What a surprise, you are going to get the microphone with the foam windscreen installed, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, a 6-foot USB-C to USB-A cable, and a tiny bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, it does not feel good at all. It has an incredibly hollow-feeling body and a weak-feeling mount. It feels cold like metal, and I scratched it. It is metal, but it sounds like plastic. Underneath the foam, you do have that same metal for the grill. On the side, you have a capacitive mute button. On the rear of the mic, you have an XLR port, a USB-C port to connect to your computer, a 3.5mm headphone jack, which does offer zero latency monitoring, a headphone volume control, a microphone volume control, and if it matters to you, this microphone is made in China. Up on the screen, I will have all of the specs and the graphs that I could find, and I will also list those in the description in case you want to read up on those. Now I am spinning around the K688 to 90 degrees to show you the off-axis rejection and coloration. Continuing around to 180 degrees, this is the rear of the mic. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle, here we are. And then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. Next, I want to see how effective the microphone is at rejecting plosives and gusts of air, so let's test that out. Please provide pizza pronto. Please provide pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto, please. Now I am right on top of the microphone to exaggerate the proximity effect, and here is how it's sounding. Now I'm about three inches off of the mic with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here's how it's sounding. Now I'm about one foot away from the K688. Now I'm about two feet away from the Fifine microphone and about four feet away from the Fifine K688. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk, now I am clickety-clacking on the sad W and spacebar keys. Now here is how the microphone sounds about three inches away from my mouth in a well-treated room. And now here is how the microphone sounds about three inches away from my mouth in a completely untreated room. Now I want to see how effective the microphone and the permanently installed shock mount are at rejecting shocks. So I'll start by tapping on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. Next, because I'm incredibly annoying, I am going to tap on the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. Now I want to see if the provided windscreen has a big impact on the tone of the microphone. So right now you are hearing me speak into the microphone with the provided windscreen installed. Now I have removed the provided foam windscreen and here is how it's sounding. I do hear a bit more top end. 
And again, here is how the microphone sounds with the provided windscreen. And to round out this test, here is how the microphone sounds again without the provided foam windscreen. Now I want to see if there was any kind of audible noise when we engage or disengage the mute button, so I will keep talking as I mute the I have now unmuted the microphone, I will keep then unmute it again, and there you go, that's a demo of the mute button. Next, I wanted to see if both the USB and the XLR port can work simultaneously. So currently, I am recording the USB output directly to my Mac. I am also outputting XLR into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen, gain set around 445, and both outputs do appear to be working simultaneously. But one note, the microphone may mute the USB output, but as you're hearing the XLR out right now, it does not mute that, so keep that in mind. Next, like I always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone we're reviewing and a handful of other microphones that are its direct competitor, so we can hear how it stacks up against the competition and hear it within a bit of context. Starting on the mic we're reviewing, I am 3 inches off. The microphone's gain is set at around 2 o'clock, computer level at 100%, 16-bit, 48 kilohertz, and there you go. First up, we have the Meono PD100, which is an XLR-only dynamic microphone. Goes for $45, running into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen, 24-bit, 48 kilohertz, Gain set at around 445, and here is how it compares to the Five Fine. Let's go back and do some more comparisons. Back again on the Five Fine K688. Nothing has changed. Let's go to another microphone. Now I am on the Tonor TD40 or TD510, three inches off, level set at 100%. This costs around $60. It is another USB and XLR dynamic microphone. And here is how it compares to the K688. Let's do a bunch more. We are back for another palate cleanser on the microphone we're reviewing, K688. Check the lower third. Let's go to another mic. Next, I am on the Mayono HD300T, which is another XLR and USB dynamic mic, three inches off, level set at 100%, and this costs around $65. Let's go back and do some more comparisons. I believe this is the halfway point in the comparison section, so this is the K688. Let's go to another mic. Next, I am on a crowd favorite, the Samson Q2U, which is another XLR USB dynamic microphone. 16-bit, 48 kilohertz, 3 inches off with my level set at 44%. And here is how this compares to a microphone that is a few dollars more? few dollars less? I don't remember. Let's do some more comparisons. We have a few more to go, but this is your palate cleanser on the Fifine microphone. Get a good feel for it, and let's do another one. Now I am on the Audio-Technica ATR2100X-USB. This costs around $80. It is another XLR and USB dynamic mic, 24-bit, 48 kilohertz, 3 inches off with my level set at 61%. And here is how it compares to the K688. Forgot what we were doing. I don't know how many of these I have done. I can never remember. K688, that's what you're listening to. Let's listen to another one. 
Now I am on the Samson Q9U, which is another XLR and USB dynamic mic. This now goes for about $130. I do not have the high pass filter engaged, but the mid boost is on three inches off with my level set at 33% and 24 bit 48 kilohertz. Here is how it compares to the Fifine. Let's do a few more. I know you'll never believe me, but we are back on the Fifine K688. Nothing has changed. Let's go to another microphone. Now I am on the Shure MV7, which is another, say it with me, XLR and USB dynamic microphone. This costs around $270, 3 inches off, level set at 69%, 24-bit, 48 kilohertz. There you go. That's the comparison to the Fifine. Let's go back and do one final comparison. And I believe this is going to be the final microphone. You know what it's going to be. Here is your palate cleanser. Let's go to the last one. And finally, we are on the Neumann. Hello, Neumann U87AI. This is a $3,700 multi-pattern studio condenser microphone. Cardioid mode, no pad, no filter. Running into the 18i20, gain at 11 o'clock. And here is how this compares to a microphone that is a lot cheaper. This is a control from video to video. So let's go ahead and go to the music test before you leave an angry comment. Why are you comparing those? Let's go. If you could have only one microphone, do you think you could pick? I know it seems like an impossible task and ask, but what do you think? Let me know in the comments down below. Only one mic, what would it be? I can't decide, so I'm relying on you. Let's go to the conclusion. I am actually a bit shocked to say that I kind of enjoy how this microphone sounds. What a surprise. And first up as far as pros, the microphone is relatively affordable. I like that they included a mute button. I always enjoy microphones that have XLR and USB outputs that work simultaneously. And I know a lot of people care about the connectivity. It has USB-C and I know there are gonna be legions of people cheering that on. But then as far as cons, number one for me has to be the resonance of this thing because holy resonance, this may be the most resonant microphone I have ever encountered. It is so bad that if you tap a cable that's connected to it, that will make it into the recording. If you rub a cable that is connected to it, that is going to make it into the recording. God forbid you unintentionally tap the microphone that is going to make it into the recording. Secondly, the build of the microphone doesn't instill any kind of confidence. It feels like incredibly cheap metal. I don't think it's gonna hold up for the long term. And then we have the conversion of this thing for basic uses like Discord voice calls or live streaming or YouTubing, 16-bit is likely going to be more than sufficient, but in 2023, I would like to see at least 24-bit. 
And then an FYI for you, the zero latency monitoring can get quite loud, but in relationship to the computer playback, it is quite quiet. So you can easily use it to set your levels, to make sure you're not popping your microphone, to make sure everything's set up properly. But if you need to hear yourself loudly and clearly along with computer playback, it's going to be a bit difficult, so it may not be the best fit for you. And now what are my overall thoughts and opinions of the K688? As far as the overall sound, in the bass and low mids, we have a decent amount of body, but it doesn't come across overly boomy and they didn't overly high pass it. I enjoy it down there. In the mids, it doesn't come across overly V-shaped. It doesn't come across scooped. Pretty nice in the mids. Then we get a pretty drastic boost in the presence and treble region, which is a touch artificial, a touch grainy sounding, but overall compared to mics of a similar price, pretty decent. And then when we get up to the air frequencies, we don't have much going on up there. Seems like they rolled a bit of that off. On the electric guitar, I think it works fine, but the presence and treble boost may be a bit grainy, but in the grand scheme of things, I think it's pretty workable. On the acoustic guitar, I wasn't a fan. I think the presence and treble boost is a bit much, and I like my acoustic guitar mics to have a bit more air. This comes across a bit dead. For singing vocals, I think this is perfectly workable, but it's not amazing. It sounds like a standard dynamic mic with that presence and treble boost, but not much extension into the air frequencies. And finally, for spoken word, that's my favorite application for this microphone. I enjoy the balance we get between the bass, the low mids, and the mids. We do still have that typical bump in the presence and treble region, but it doesn't come across too sibilant. So all around for spoken word, I enjoy it, and I rank it up there with something like the Q2U or the Mayono 300T, but it sounds different from them. And to wrap up, what I recommend the Fifine K688 Yes, kind of. I quite enjoy how this microphone sounds, and if sound was the only basis for this recommendation, then I would say for the price, absolutely I recommend it. But I don't recommend microphones just based on the sound. I have to take into account all other aspects of the microphone, and if you want to use headphones with this mic, and you move your headphones at all, that is going to make it into the recording. If you tap or rub the cables that are attached to the microphone, that is going to make it into the recording. If you, if you touch the microphone at all and you don't accidentally hit the mute button, which I definitely did not do, that is going to make it into the recording. So if you are somebody who is going to be doing any of those things, using a headphone that might dangle off of it, touch the cables, grab the microphone, I don't think I can recommend it because the handling noise, the resonance is so bad. But if that is not you, if you don't want to connect your headphones to the microphone, if you don't touch your microphone while recording, if you don't even glance at the microphone while recording, and you enjoy the sound of this while wanting an XLR and USB mic, then I say go for it because I think the sound of this is pretty darn decent for the price. All right, that's all that I've got for you today. I am running an experiment. If you did find any value in this video, please give it a thumbs up. I'll do the thing. If you found it fun, interesting, or helpful, thumbs up. Hated it, thumbs down. These people are amazing. They support the channel at $5 or more. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Whoa, whoa, boop.